Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and guests Reverend Trey Kent and Miss Mary Ann Kent, the love of his life. Thank you, Gavin. It is a wonderful day in the neighborhood, and I am thrilled to be here. I am Evelyn Davidson, and I want to thank you for joining us here at Love Talk. 1120 AM radio station KTXW. I call it Keep Texas Wired with the Love of the Lord Jesus. And we we are here as a bridge uh, with Central Texas Christian Talk, Building Bridges of Love and Leadership. And we're in a series of Love Is. And today we're going to love talk about giving and receiving in life. And it's a very important time in Texas and America and with us, with me today are our good friends Trey Ken and his beautiful bride of 30 years, Marianne, who, and they both are pastors at um, Northwest Fellowship here in Austin. Uh, they serve as a Cedar Park coordinator for NDP and currently are serving as the city captains for Decision American Tour with Franklin Graham. He's coming to Texas Capitol on Tuesday, April the 26th, and we're calling all pastors out of the pulpit and people out of the pews to active duty. And thank you, Trey and oh, Mary so for doing that today. Oh, so we're so glad to be here, Evan. Always good to be with you on our show. Well, you know, you are the sweetest couple. Oh. Oh. Come by my house and wave at me and <laughs> say hello and give me a hug. You live right in our neighborhood, so we get to come by your church. We here. love right. it. We're heading we to our church. It. We see you out and get to say hi to you and Van. And y'all are amazing. Been serving the Lord 
for so many years faithfully here in Austin, and you're such an example to us all. Well, thank you, Trey. I, I remember so well how I first met you. Um, we published the Good News Journal, and you had moved, you and Marianne had moved into um, uh, Center over on 620 yes. that Hill Country Bible yeah, had had. That's right. And I was delivering, in those days I did that, Van does it now, uh, the Good News Journal and uh, knocked on the door and I thought, please don't look right around here. <laughs> and Trey came running down the hall and uh, so we've been friends ever since. Absolutely. Then. And started yeah. partner on National Day of Prayer and a bunch of great stuff in the city. Well, we're going to talk about some of that today and it, I just think life is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Trey Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we have troubles but, uh, you know, in in our neck of the woods, uh, we just say, uh, you know, it's sugar time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. I know, you know, you all came from uh, a tennis background over at A&M, so That's you're right. Aggies. Is That's that right? right. My dad coached uh, tennis there 20 years at Texas A&M, and uh, I didn't go to Texas A&M, but I, but I grew up there and had a lot of love for it. Our daughter went there, and God's doing a bunch of great things at Texas A&M, and as well as UT, and we're really praying like you are that God will touch our campuses with his love. Well, you know, it is exciting, um, especially in this season of the year, because we have two major events, Trey, that we want to talk about today. And uh, one of them is National Day of Prayer. We are at the 240th anniversary. Mm. That's amazing. Our nation setting aside a day, and it's, it's not always the same day, mm-hmm. but setting aside a day when God's people could come together and pray and you know, it is exciting when we think about that because America was built on on, on biblical. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. The first Continental Congress, they had two and a half days of prayer and fasting. And, you know, I remember reading a biography about Abraham Lincoln calling America to pray and fast. And this we were forged in prayer and, and on the word of God, our nation is. And, and that's where we need to get back to. I mean, God loves America. It has great plans for America. We're, I don't believe America is done yet, but I believe we have challenges. Just like families today, as we cry out to God and, mm-hmm. and trust his word, we're going to see a new day for America. I believe that, Trey. And I think some exciting things are about to happen. And you are the, uh, the Austin uh, Capital Coordinator Captain for this event. We'll be talking about that today. But, you know, one of the things that really I uh, look back in my life, because I'm pretty old. <laughs> and beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I keep him down all time and tell him. My speech is a little slurred today, and no. I apologize. I've got Mm-mm. real stuff running. Um, tease him all the time when I, you know, he'll want me to go shopping. He, yeah. If it's my birthday oh. or something's coming up, he's, let's go shopping. And I always kid him and say, well, I... You know, you have to wear beautiful clothes or nice clothes when you get older because people look at your clothes and not count your wrinkles. Oh, <laughs> no, you're beautiful. Oh, you remember you're that. You're beautiful. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> well, you know, as much as we love America and how it's blessed our lives, uh, we are in serious trouble today. Mm-hmm. That's right. How would you picture that? How would you paint that for our audience today, Trey? I think, Evelyn, that what's happened in America is that we've we've moved away from God and his word. And we know the, the things that with the prayer was taken out of school, things like that. But what worries me as a pastor is prayer has been taken out of our churches and out of our homes. Mm-hmm. And the Bible has. And so uh, it's it's there, but it's not there. And so I think the, the awakening that needs to happen is we need to return to our first love. 
you know, Jesus spoke to the churches in Revelation, and and he loves I love he talks about our relationship with him as our first love. And I think in America, we've fallen away from that. And I think what's happened is it's, it's the focus is back on ourselves. Right. And the problem is, as you know, we, you never get anywhere when your focus is on yourself. And so America has to lift our eyes again to what, what founded this nation, is that we truly are one nation under God, that Jesus is building a nation. I really believe that America's finest days are ahead, but it's going to take a whole new generation of people, old and young, to begin crying out to God and saying, we're going to build our lives and our families on God's word. That's our hope and our trust. But America's left that, and we see the battle for our nation right now. We're in a battle. I mean, America is definitely teetering on the brink of, of some very yeah. serious times. Yes. And, uh, but I believe uh, 2 Chronicles 7.14 is, is the hope, is that if my people, that's us, who are called by my name, that's the followers of Jesus, will humble themselves. And pray and seek my face, God says, and turn from their wicked ways. He says, I will forgive their sin, and I will hear their prayers, and I'll heal their land. And that's what we need in America. We need a healed land. And so I'm excited, but but I'm with you. We have to really understand we can't be naive. We are in critical times mm-hmm. in America. Well, one of the things that um, I see from when I grew up in a small community, and probably you all did as well, is the wilderness of sin that is just covering this nation. Mm-hmm. People are just totally co- confused. Not only, you know, men are. But, Marianne, how do you see women today and their needs uh, as we, uh, in this particular time in America? Well, as, as women, we have, we've, We've switched the price tags. We have put such emphasis on things that are that are not. You're talking about aging, things that are not eternal. We so want to find that bottle, that laser treatment, that whatever it is that will make us retain our youth forever. When the fact is, as Christian women especially, aging, we get more wisdom, more power. I can speak to women right now of about four or five generations under me because I'm in my 50s. That will listen to me. That when, and look at you. And listen, look at you. You have six or seven generations now you can speak to. Here's the thing. We women in our country are so obsessed with things that don't matter. But the fact is God has called us out of, out of this little sheltered place that we were for many generations. Well, that's not true. The, the, our grandmothers were very powerful. But there has been a... a thought of being sheltered and God is saying I want you to be lionesses I want you to be fearless and yet we haven't we are so concerned with the outside not just our looks but are our children achieving in school or our husbands or our homes what are we doing that makes the outside shine when the truth is we've got a power within us that the devil wants he wants to confuse us. He wants to put this whole idea in our mind that it is only about what you see and hear. When the truth is beating within us is a savage heart. Women have a savage, protective heart that we can get in there and we can change this country. We can change this world with the power of the Holy Spirit, certainly not on our own, if we will wake up and we will realize all over the world women are abused. All over the world women are held captive. And we can go for this thing. So that's what our country needs. We need a radical change in priority, a radical change in prayer, a radical change from the inside out. I think you're so right, Marianne. Um, you know, I remember reading when I first came to know the Lord as a teenager mm-hmm. uh, stories about uh, women mm-hmm. who 
were great prayer warriors. Yeah, yeah. And uh, John Wesley's mother was one of those. Susanna. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she wore an apron. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't even own an apron today. <laughs> I really, I, don't. I have a really cute one, but I wouldn't dare wear it. It'd get messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to buy me one. But anyway, when when it got really tough, and her boys, and the, you know how life gets as a yeah. mother. And oh a yeah! Wife, oh yeah! She would put that apron over her head. She would fold it from her. Tummy up over her head and it hang off at the back because they wore long dresses and they wore long aprons. Mm. And so when she did that, the kid, the boys knew Mama was praying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mama was praying, and I think we've lost a lot of that today mm-hmm. uh, with um, some of the changes that right. that have come about yeah. in being a woman. Amen. The description for a woman or the identity of a woman is so different today than mm-hmm. what we described as being, yeah. you know, having a savage heart, one that just will fight mm-hmm. right. for rights. Well, God has put this burden on me and many of my girlfriends right now, and it's we're calling it not one. And it's that Jesus said that he is not willing that any should perish. So we are literally crying out night and day as much as God will allow us for all these prodigals that we know and love. And God has also told me to quit calling them prodigals, but call them precious ones because he left the 99 and went for the one precious one. Mm -hmm. So this has become an obsession with many of us. And I'm asking for it to be more because the truth is some days it's an obsession and some days I get preoccupied with things that don't Mm -hmm. matter. But the real truth is nothing is more important than not one. So in our church at Northwest Fellowship, and I believe this is going on all over the world because that's how God works, even whether we know it or not. He does Mm -hmm. the same thing in all different places. Mm -hmm. But we are claiming that we will not lose one of our children from newborn to a hundred. Regardless, if there are parent children or our baby children, we're not going to lose one. I agree with you. And I tell you, I, when my David was two years old, mm-hmm. I began to pray for the woman. Amen. That, you know, that Amen. he would marry. It is so important. That's Amen. why moms in prayer in our schools today are so important. Oh, yeah. Amen. We have just hundreds and hundreds and thousands of women across Texas. They're amazing. They pray for their children yes. in True. school and the teachers. It is time for us to take a break. Let's do that, Gavin. We come back. I want us to talk about uh, the power that comes from Second Chronicle 7.14 right after this. Amen. Ellison Salazar Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. 
From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and guest Reverend Trey Kent and Miss Mary Ann Kent, the love of his life. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today with two of my very, very favorite pastors and pastors. Mm-hmm. Pa- both of you are pastors. I, you know, I... I don't like to make distinction because, like Van and I, we're ministers. Yeah, together, <laughs> together you're a team. You know, yeah. and I know that's what you do. We do. And one one of the most exciting things I think right now is the prayer movement, uh, Trey and Marianne, that is crossing this nation. And we're going to talk a little bit about Franklin Graham today. But one of the things that I have just enjoyed so much is the your book on uh, prayer. Yes. And the thing that you did in this book, and and I've done a little bit of it uh, in praising and praying across Texas, is God gives us specific instructions. Mm -hmm. People have come to me and say, well, I don't know how to pray. Mm. I say, do you have... Do you know how to tell your your mother hello in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the biscuits, for the burned toast. The second part of... 17 comes from the Old Covenant in the Old Testament when Solomon got a direct message from God. Mm-hmm. And that message included two things. It included a principle and a promise. Mm-hmm. And the principle is this. And he repeats it again in the New Testament in 1 John 1, 9. He says, if you will, mm-hmm. then yeah. I will. Says, I will, yeah. That is a conditional yeah. principle promise. Mm-hmm. And you write about that so beautifully. Let, let's talk about it a little bit. What, what does it really mean to know the will of God and, and ask him for directions? And how does he communicate that to us? That's a great question. You know, <clears throat> I was in the prayer room and praying one day in our, in our church. And the Lord told me that he spoke to me. You know, and I believe God speaks mm-hmm. to us today and wanted me to write mm-hmm. this book called Revival Cry. And it, it's about uh, people just learning, just normal people. I mean, I think this is the cool thing. The amazing thing is that God's not looking for superstars today. He's just looking for anybody who will cry out to him. 
just normal people, housewives, men, people on their way to work. If we'll cry out to him, we will, he will answer us. And so that literally is what, what drove the book, Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then God says, I'll hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. Mm-hmm. So the will of God is found in the word of God. I, I love this. Uh, I read this, Evelyn. You'll like this. It says, if you want to hear God speak, uh, read the Bible. If you want to hear God speak audibly, read it out loud. Yes. (laughs) And so, you know, I mean, don't make it complicated. If you want to hear the clear word of God, what his will is on the earth, Mm -hmm. read the Bible. And his word will tell you how we're to live. And so prayer is speaking in agreement with the Bible, taking the Bible and saying, God, I agree with this. Like, God, you said our marriages are supposed to be honored to you. So, Lord, we just pray that you would bring your spirit and heal our marriages. So it's taking our problems and, and bringing the Bible and, and claiming the Bible's mm-hmm. promises and truths over our situations. Lord, you said, like Marianne said earlier, that you don't want any to perish. So my, if my kids are perishing, Lord, I hold this up to you and I say, Lord, bring my children home. And so we stand in agreement with it in our prayers and then we stand in agreement with our lives. Right, and that's what the principles are. Yeah, that is exactly now, right. He's going to do. And you know what? The, that I notice a lot and hear a lot is, well, it doesn't do any good to pray. God's no. going to do what He's going to do anyway. No, no. Or it doesn't do any good to vote. God's going to put the crooks in there. He wants in there. No. <laughs> and those kind of things are so detrimental yeah. to yeah. the love life. That's true. You know, Amen. the Bible says you, you don't have because you don't ask. So in other words, there were th- there were things that God wanted to do, but you wouldn't ask Him for it. And Amen. you know, even John Piper, who I love, who's a who's a strong yes. Calvinist, says that. I saw him say it. He said, "Some things that God wants to do are not done because we don't pray." I mean, that's truth. That's the Bible. You can't. And so, like you say, in voting, and and we need to we not need to only ask God for it and believe it, but we need to walk in agreement with our prayers. I remember I was at a National Day of Prayer meeting at Cedar Park, and one of my dear friends, uh, Brian Lightsey from. Uh, from uh, his church out in Leander, um, nice. Life Church in Leander, mm-hmm. was praying. And he said, Lord, today help us, Lord, not only to, to pray what you want, but let us walk in answer to our prayers. And when he said that, at first, Evelyn, this is the truth. I thought, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard someone say. <laughs> and I went home. That's the truth. And the Lord, you haven't talked to me much. <laughs> and the Lord told me, Trey, you missed what Brian said right. is the truth. You have to not only pray it, but walk to answer your prayers you just prayed. Amen. So that was that was life changing for me is to say, I'm not only to ask the Lord to reach our neighborhood, I'm to be involved in outreaching it. I'm not only to say, Lord, would you bring uh, healing to our marriage? I'm to walk in agreement with that and live that out in my life. So, so this is the the will of God is that we're to we're to know it and read it in the Word, pray it, and walk in keeping with it. And uh, and that's why we need each other because we need to encourage each other mm-hmm. to to love and good deeds and to encourage you know because there's a lot of discouragement out there. And I know that people listening here, there's people that are greatly discouraged. And I got hope for you. And the hope says that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. All the power of the enemy is not near as strong as Jesus working in the middle of one person. And even two is even greater. And when three come together in agreement, and that's why as we find people that agree, can agree with us in prayer, is even more powerful. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible says if two or three you agree as touching anything, he says he will do it. And so I, I want to encourage people today that the, the changes in our families and our marriages and for our kids or maybe in life as a single begins with finding God's word and crying it out to him and believing and then finding someone to agree with you and begin to, you'll begin to see miracles. 
I promise you. And you, I know you see miracles. We see them all the time. Well, the thing is, is that people um, don't have the faith mm-hmm. to walk it. Yeah. They, they want it, but they want to fix it themselves. Yeah. And I would say 90% of marriage problems today mm-hmm. are that way. Mm-hmm. I'll just fix my husband. Oh, absolutely. You know, there are some things you can't fix. <laughs> That's right. And it's not, it's, it's just because God gives us each person out here temperament or differently. Yeah. Male is different from female, think differently, work different. Mm-hmm. And so through the years, you know, our mantle has been love talk or yeah. love walking. Mm, love good. talking for love walking so because good. if you don't walk it out it's not authentic mm-hmm. for it to be real and powerful what God speaks to us has to be mm-hmm. walked out in a manner that people can look at and see how great God is mm-hmm. well, one of the things that that I I have really a, a heavy burden for is our church today mm-hmm. churches today mm-hmm. try what what is your heart for Texas and for the churches that we move into the this season of not only National Day of Prayer, but of um, uh, the decision tour with Franklin Graham? I think that the thing that God's calling us to today more than ever is prayer and unity. And that's why we're working with pastors and, and intercessors and believers in the city here of Austin to, to have a movement of prayer that begins to unify us. You know, God's, God spoke to me. I went to, to see, I went to Brooklyn Tabernacle and met with Jim Cimbala with some pastors. Mm. And he said, I don't believe revival is going to come to America until two things happen. One is we deal with the race issue and we forgive mm-hmm. each other and yeah. we begin loving each other and worshiping together. And two is that we get out of our churches and stop working for our, the, the name of our church and work for the glory of Jesus. And so I thought about that, and I thought, you know, the only the, the people that are best suited to bring unity to American transformation is the praying church. Because we know it's not about our church. We know our church can't do it. We, we must have each other. And so I, I believe through the Franklin Graham event, through the National Day of Prayer, some of these big events that are coming give us opportunity to get outside of our church and stand in agreement with other Christians to say, we are going to pray and lay down our lives to see America change. Do you know America is meant to be a, a missionary-sending country. I mean, that's why God's blessed us with all the prosperity is that we're meant to send people all over the world. But mm-hmm. right now... People are sending missionaries to America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I've met them from Africa and other places, yeah. and from Germany. There's a group of Germans here, that and, a, are, and a group, large group from uh, from Syria, not Syria, but uh, from Jordan. Or, there's the, one of the biggest revivals going up in the Dallas Fort Worth area wow. yet among young Islamic students. Wow, That's amazing. I believe it. <laughs> summer, wow. not this summer, but summer last summer. Summer a year ago, mm-hmm. twenty whatever fourteen whatever mm-hmm. that was, there were more than three thousand mm. young Islamic students wow. that came to know the reality of love of Christ. Mm. And Tom Dahl has another that he's not involved in that one. There's another one. He wrote the book, oh, uh, yes. Dreams and Visions yeah, yeah, of yeah. How God Is mm-hmm. Working in This. And we're blind to that. That's mm-hmm. you know that's why this way we have to have eyes to see God moving, and and calling us to do the things that. We can do because we're on duty here. Absolutely. We are a report for duty every day. Mm-hmm. It is time for us to take our break, uh, Gavin. Let's see that we come back. We want to talk about, Miriam, what you see the heart for women and their families is in the era of just praying and being 
following the Lord Jesus right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and guests Reverend Trey Kent and Miss Mary Ann Kent. The love of his life. Okay. Thank you, Gavin, and thank you to all those good sponsors that are with us. Do you know that um, some of them have been with us, Trey, 32 That's years? That's amazing. 32 years. They've been faithful like you have. In, in Hill Country Landscape. You know, that's mm-hmm. right down from where you all are. Absolutely. Those are the sweetest people. And in Costa Mechanical, that's George Christensen mm-hmm. and his group. And, oh, my uh Ray Garner uh, is a good friend of ours. He is chaplain for the Motorcycle Boys out in Taylor, Texas, Mm -hmm. and has an insurance company. And You know, when you look at what it is, what it takes to do what God calls you to do, you don't have to worry about it. No, that's true. You trust him, and he'll give you the words, or he'll give you the sand if you need, you know, to build something. But it is exciting when we stop and think about how important, though, we are, Marianne. As women of the word. So let's talk a little bit about your heart for women Mm. and what it is that you see happening, you know, good things that are happening. Well, what I see is we are waking up and we are shaking up. We are. We are. We are all across the world. You can see we're starting to say, wait, wait, I'm not just a woman. I am a woman. God chose to put his seed that would save the whole world 
in the body of a woman. God chose women throughout biblical history and throughout world history to shake up the world. And so that's what I'm seeing. Um, just real quickly, seven years ago, we had this beautiful godly daughter in a Christian university on fire for God. And she was taken quickly captive by an eating disorder, returned from a trip to India with full-blown anorexia. The doctor told us if we hadn't done this intervention that God led us to do, she would have been dead within a month. She had a very acute case. So we had done an intervention, gone up to Tulsa to be with her, and I'm lying on the floor. And and any mom that's been in a heartache over her kid understands, I'm crying so hard I can't breathe. I can't catch my breath. And I literally am on the floor with my Bible open saying, God, I can't take this. You've got to help me. And I kid you not, my Bible flew open to Jeremiah 31, 15 through 17. Thus says the Lord, a voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel, by the way, when this was written, she Rachel had been dead for generations, yeah. is weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children because they are no more. The Jewish people were in exile. Thus says the Lord, keep your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears. There is a reward for your work, declares the Lord, and they shall come back from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your future, declares the Lord, and your children shall come back to their own country. I began that day claiming that for my daughter, Lindsay, who has been totally delivered for seven years without one backtrack, is a mighty woman of God, an actress here in Austin who not only makes movies but gets to witness. But here's the point. It's set in me a heart for other women. And I know I'm just one of many that have had something like this that we've got to wake up. We've got to wake up. We've got to know that our children can come. We can claim for them to come back. We can... We can weep for a season, and then we can stop, mm-hmm. as God said to Rachel. We can stop crying and say, no, my children will return to their own land. And their own land is the land of the Father. Mm-hmm. So that's my heart for women, that we wake up and we shake it up. Well, I believe you're doing that. <laughs> Pray so. <laughs> yeah. Pray you know, so. Uh, Trey, one of the most um, profound stories of waking up and shaking up mm-hmm. is Franklin Graham. Yes, oh, absolutely. Amen. And he's coming, and he's bringing his family, his wife, with him. Amen. Let's talk about the need for him to do that, and then let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen when he gets here. Well, you know, it's amazing that God put it on Franklin Graham. You know, at 22, he got saved. You'd think that Billy— He was a prodigal. He was a prodigal, yeah. He he ran even when he was— Helping out his dad's ministry, he was in bad shape and didn't know hmm. the Lord. At 22, Amazing. he met the Lord, and his life has been transformed. And, you know, now, this is, I didn't know this until recently, that through his ministry, more people are coming to the Lord than through his father's ministry, which is is unbelievable thing to think Crazy. about how God is using Franklin Graham through Samaritan's Purse and through the Billy Graham Association all over the world. And he's coming to Austin on April 26th. He's going to every capital in America. And you know what's amazing? We've seen that when they started in Iowa, two or 3,000 people were standing out in the cold, and it's just been growing. Atlanta, 7,000. Charlotte, 7,000. And it's just been incredible. Mm-hmm. So we're so anticipating thousands and thousands of people coming from all over Texas to stand mm-hmm. for that one hour and pray for America and to hear the gospel mm-hmm. and to hear us be challenged to get involved in our community, to vote, to be uh, men and women who, who stand for God in the marketplace and in our neighborhoods. And so I, I think this is so necessary for us as Christians. You know, some years ago, this this was surprising to me. I've been a pastor here 23 years. But probably about 15 years ago, they were trying to bring Franklin Graham in, and there was not enough unity in our city to even bring him in. 
But I'll tell you what, that's changed. Now in our city, we have hundreds of churches that are partnering together on this Love Where You Live. We've had hundreds of churches partner on Explore God, and we're going to have hundreds and hundreds, thousands of churches that are going to come and bring people to the state capitol at the South Steps on April 26th from noon to 1. It's going to be an incredible day because what's happening is Franklin is like that new generation. He, his dad is still alive, but his dad's no longer preaching. But there's a new generation that's yeah. rising, and they're calling America back to the roots of who we are. Yeah. That's the significance of this. And that's why families need to come. They need to bring their kids. I remember when I was 18 years old, I went to the Astrodome and heard Billy Graham speak. And that I'll never forget that. This is the kind of event. The same move is happening with a new generation. We need to bring our kids. We need to bring our schools, our Christian schools, our families, our singles ministries, and come out and stand out there together and say, we're standing for a new day in America. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, uh, God says that if we cry out together, he'll hear. And so I believe that this event is so significant for Texas and for our nation. You know, I'm I'm in agreement with you. We've tried for a number of years to schedule Franklin for the governor's prayer breakfast, and uh, he's he's just uh, a world wonder. Hmm. Uh, this year, and I serve as Central Texas coordinator for Operation Christmas Child, hmm. and this year we still had 750,000 shoeboxes. My goodness! From the Dallas, from Texas. Wow. From the Dallas Collection Center. Wow. That's amazing. Every one of those boxes has the love story of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ in mm-hmm. Maybe a top, maybe a comb, maybe a toothbrush, but something physically that they need or can use plus right. the love of the Lord Jesus. And Frank, as you said, Franklin himself was a prodigal. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And God didn't throw him away. Mm-hmm. You know, he was out there in the pig pen, but God didn't throw him away. That's amazing. Well, when we look at this, let's talk a little bit about what it is that's going to happen that day. Franklin is going to come in on a bus with his family. He'll not go into the Capitol. He'll go straight to the steps, the south steps. And there'll be people out there not only standing but on, you know, plow blankets and chairs. And and we've looked at this uh, for probably about um, two years now. Mm -hmm. The heart... For Franklin doing this came as a result of, in 2013, he was invited to write the prayer for National Day of Prayer that we pray, everybody in America that that's involved in praying prays at noontime. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was invited to write the prayer, and he did that. And then because of some changes in the White House and the buildings in D.C., uh, there's not a big place anymore for us to have the event we have there. Mm. So he, they, they petitioned the Pentagon uh, through Brian Birdwell <laughs> to uh, have an event there and, and scheduled it and posted it for months and months and months. Eight days prior to the event, uh, Franklin got a message that he had been disinvited. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it broke his heart. You bet. Mm-hmm. They didn't like his message. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And we're seeing some major changes coming in, you know, in our military, in our chaplains, and, and so much across the board. Mm-hmm. And so he just really went before the Lord and, and wept. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, David did when David mm-hmm. sinned. Mm-hmm. But he was weeping for America. Mm-hmm. 
And God spoke to him and said, you go to every state capital mm-hmm. and call the preachers out of the pulpit. Amen. Mm-hmm. And the people out of the pews to the public mm-hmm. place in repentance and in love of the Lord Jesus. And so his message uh, is going to be a very uh, time-sensitive message, mm-hmm. Trey. Absolutely. It will be for Christians to wake up America like our main friend if he is. And it will be for those that are not Christians that are playing, you know, God mm-hmm. to come to know the reality of God's love. And so we do need to pray. Uh, tell us about the event that's going to be happening uh, here with the pastors. Let's get that on the board. Yeah, so uh, in the city, as you know, Evelyn, is that there's a growing number of churches and intercessors and prayer ministries and just Christians from all denominations that are coming together. So on March the 3rd, we're joining uh uh, across the city, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, north, south, east, west, we're joining uh, at Ebenezer Family Church. It's a, on the east side at 7000 Cameron Road, right across from Reagan High School. That's the old Windsor Park Church is what that is. Yeah. A lot uh, of people know where that is. Yeah. So we're, we're gathering that night on March the 3rd, a Thursday night at 7 o'clock. We're going to have worship and we're going to have prayer. And we're going to be joined with leaders from across the city crying out to God for for this change in our city and uh as you said uh, Robert Tatum from Billy Graham will be there and so these this is all unified these events what you're doing what what the, the pastors are doing what Billy Graham Franklin Graham are doing this is all unified for what God wants to do in our city and our state and our nation and our world and what I love about the Franklin Graham event, it, it's not a political event. Mm-hmm. There's no one's going to ask you for money. Franklin's not a, a Democrat or Republican. He stepped out of that to stand just in unity with America. And those are the kind of events that we have. You know, uh, the, the the event March 3rd is not about a denomination or about a race. It's about Jesus people gathering together in unity. I think if we come together in unity, we're going to see God. You know, the Tower of Babel was a false oh. example of unity. When they came together and they were building this tower and God had to confuse them, well, he's bringing us back together. The Holy Spirit is now bringing us back together. And in that unity, we're going to see things powerfully happen that we couldn't alone. So I encourage churches and prayer ministries and just believers across the city, everyone's welcome to come join us March the 3rd at Ebenezer Family Church. Pastor Abraham Perez will be hosting us. But there's dozens of churches that are going to be working together, probably more than that throughout the city, and just coming together to pray. And to seek God's face and to worship. And these nights are the most refreshing things you've ever been a part of. So, well, Van and I are going to be there. I'm and so glad. And we want to invite all of you who are listening to us today. We are coming to you from Austin, Texas at KTXW. Keep Texas wired with God's love. And uh, we're going to take a break here for some of those who help us uh, do what we do here on, on um, uh, KTXW, the Christian uh, talk show or talk network. Call today's Christian Talk 1120. So right after this, stay with us. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Clue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, 
and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and guests Reverend Trey Kent and Miss Mary Ann Kent, the love of his life. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in the studio today, and I've got a little raspy voice from some of the good Texas air that's blowing around. <laughs> we're so thrilled to have you join us today. In the studio with me is Trey and Mary Ann Kent, and they are uh, just wonderful pastors and uh, love leaders in our city. And uh, you both are working on with us as we've talked today about uh, Decision America tour and Franklin Graham come into Austin and how it is important it is from pastors and people mm-hmm. to get involved. When we first began to uh, look at this thing, uh, the thought crossed my mind that we are living in a wilderness of sin, mm-hmm. just like the people of promise. Yeah. Were. Yeah. And so I, and once they called me, because I, we, you know, with the connections that we have with NDP, began to pray for the leadership mm-hmm. that would come forth out of Austin. And I have to tell you guys, the first one on the list was Trey and Mary and Kent. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm just so excited, uh, Trey mm-hmm. and Mary, with the ability that you have that is so committed to the Lord Jesus and mm-hmm. what he is doing in not in your ministry but across this nation. And we, we really do need to... Uh, get out there and engage other people. Mm-hmm. We are in a war. I, when I began to pray for what would happen uh, and what we could do to help, the Lord said, you know, y'all, you're just like the children of promise in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And there were 40,000 mm-hmm. uh, of them that just did, had not, they spent 40 years in a wilderness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they diminished from the millions that started because they refused to follow God. Mm -hmm. And God spoke to them so specifically. And so as I began to pray, and knowing we have 23,000 churches in Texas, I thought, you know, if each one of them brought a busload to Austin, Mm -hmm. we'd have 40,000 people. So that's what I've been praying for. Lord, send us. Send us what we need, just like you sent the children of promise. I love, Evelyn, your vision is so big, and I I agree with that. You know, years ago we had uh, some gatherings in Austin where Christians would gather and and come and and worship together in these prayer marches. But probably in the last 23 years that I've been here, I think this is going to be the biggest gathering we've ever had in the last several decades on the Capitol steps of Christians crying out to God. And that's what's so exciting. Can you imagine thousands? I mean, you know, as I said, Atlanta and Charlotte had 7,000. Just imagine what God's going Everything's bigger in Texas. Well, they're really planning big things. And, and uh, you know, they're, 
can't release the information that we have about that, but it's going to be something that people will remember for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And, and that we want to be there and say we were there because I believe the, these kind of gatherings where we cry out together and uh, the gospel is going to be preached that day and we're going to be challenged. Like you say, that we do need to wake up and, and get involved in, in helping people. And one of the ways that the easy way we can help people, Evelyn, get in, out there is just asking people, how can I pray for you? Right. And begin praying yeah. for people. It's simple. It does. It's not complicated. Amen. And then go back to them and say, how's that going? And just begin to, to serve, find a need in your community and begin to fill it. And uh, we're seeing, uh, we have our neighbors across the street came to the Lord or, or the wife came back to the Lord and the husband came to the Lord as a God did a miracle to bring him to the Lord. One day he was he came to me. I couldn't get him to come to anything at church, not even a men's cookout at the lake. He came to me one day and says, "I've got this problem. I'm having panic attacks. I can't uh, I can't sleep at night. I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my job, and, and we're going to lose uh, my wife may lose her job." He says, "What do I do?" And I said, "Well." He said, I went to the doctor, and they checked me from head to toe, and the doctor says, there's nothing wrong with you, but your problem is in your head. You're afraid. And the the doctor says, you need to find someone to meet with you that can help you. And he said, the doctor said to the the young man that lives across from me, said, well, maybe Trey can help me. And the the doctor says, Trey who? And he said, Trey Kent. And the doctor says, I know Trey Kent, and I prescribe you to go see him, and he will help you. <laughs> so the doctor was a Christian. Well, this young young man uh, came to me, and I led him to Jesus. And now he and his wife are on fire. And today, uh-huh. the, his wife is having a Bible study of women in, throughout the neighborhood. It's never well, happened in our neighborhood. There are five of us today that we're going to start today with um, a neighborhood Bible study, and just five of us. But we're so excited from our cul-de-sac and a couple of houses right by our cul-de-sac. So you know, that's example. how we started National Day of Prayer. Is that and right? It was with um, um, women just mm-hmm. coming together. started out with a little uh, sewing circle. Yeah. And then they, so many of them had problems. And so I said, well, why don't we just all, you know, take an extra five minutes and pray. And so mm-hmm. then we went to Bible studies. And then from the Bible studies, we had some friends that went to the realtors of the different subdivisions and said, if you'll give us five acres, uh, we'll build a community for you. We'll build wow. a church. Wow. And Ben and I had a part in building 15 churches in Austin. Really? My goodness. Starting out with just praying for women next door. You don't ever know what God's going to do if you give a loaf of bread. Boy, that's exactly right. Or drink a water. Yeah. Well, you know, Evelyn, I get a privilege to go speak to different places and do mm-hmm. retreats and whatever, you know, radio. And, but I've never been as excited as I am today. To meet with ladies in my neighbor's home because that's where the rubber meets the road. That's the, the more than anything that I can answer to the Lord Jesus and say, I know I bloomed where you planted with me is right here in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know, and I'm excited about it. Well, what I did with our, that original neighborhood we were in is I was so afraid of living in Austin and the drug traffic. And we yeah. had a 14-year-old boy that was just brilliant. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, brilliance doesn't keep you out of trouble. Right. <laughs> And uh, so I baked all of our bread at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when they would have their um, foundation and, you know, and bless their I mean, foundation and all the things, then I would bake them a loaf of bread and mm-hmm. bless them, and then I would keep up with them. We had about 200 custom homes in that neighborhood, and every one of them had an opportunity, not through just me, but the ones the Lord brought into that thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, that's where it starts. Yeah. It starts in, in, in caring. 
But, you know, one of the things that we've got to do, um, Marion and Trey, is we have got to put our prayers in action. Yes. Absolutely. We've got to vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, this, our, our Texas primary is coming up. And so I right. really want to encourage you today to, uh, one of the best places I think to go is Texas Values. Uh, you can key mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. on your computer and just look at the differences that, that the different candidates have. Mm-hmm. And begin to pray and ask God who it is that you would have me choose yeah. that you absolutely. can use. That's what our thing is. No, absolutely. Who can I choose that you can use? Absolutely. Mary, and, Mary and I are going to vote tomorrow. I mean, we're planning to vote tomorrow. We've been working on it. We've got a little issues we haven't worked out yet. But it is important that we not only pray, but that we go to work absolutely. And, and become actively involved in what God's doing. Well, if we don't ever work, then we're not really praying because true prayer is going to lead us to Amen. action. It's going to lead us out, and it's going to lead us into places always that are beyond our comfort zone. That's what's amazing. And, and I know that when we begin praying, God always calls us out to be on our comfort zone. But I'll tell you one thing. It, it, voting in this election is, is, is an easy thing to do, but we want to pray, God, who are you? Uh, who, yeah. who is godly? Who is going to help us lead this nation back to God? That's, right. what, we're, that's what we're after. And, and I'm telling you, this, uh, this is a critical time. And that's, is, that's why Franklin Graham is going to these uh, capitals because he says, I believe America is on the brink of something mm-hmm. destructive unless we turn back to God. Amen. So voting is really key in praying mm-hmm. and, and unifying together with us. Well, it's our determination whether we live or die. Yeah. And if we mm-hmm. live happy and not just, you know, hilarious, but I mean, in, blessed mm-hmm. uh, under the Lordship and just seeing uh, miracles of mercy, um, then we can know that God is caring for us and as we care for him. Well, tell us how they can get in touch with you, with us, and uh, your uh, street address for the church. Okay, Northwest Fellowships is at the corner of Anderson Mill and Pond Springs Road in the old Furrows building. If you've been in Austin any time, yes. we took up a big warehouse. So we're at 13427 Pond Springs Boulevard. So we're in Austin, Texas. And our, our website is northwestfellowship.com. And uh, please uh, check us out, and, and we're on Facebook, and we're, we, want, we want to connect with you. We want to make yeah. sure that if we can pray for you, we have people that pray uh, overnight, Tuesdays and Fridays, all night long. And so if people have prayer requests and they want to email Trey at northwestfellowship, com, we would be glad to put your prayer request and to cover it in prayer because God does answer prayers, and we're so excited what he's doing in our city. Well, I'm excited for you, Trey, and uh, we're going to be praying for you because you've got a big job ahead of you mm-hmm. as we mobilize not only for the Decision America Tour, but for National Day of Prayer and the Cedar Park event. Absolutely. We'll be talking about some of those events uh, as the weeks come along. But in the meantime, you know, one of the most exciting things that we get to do every day mm-hmm. that we're here at this station is tell people how much the Lord Jesus loves them. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple. Amen. He came that we might have life. Mm-hmm. And it's an ABC thing. You have to come to know. If you're, if you're just really struggling with, with faith or mm-hmm. wanting what it is God wants for your life uh, or hope, maybe you've lost your hope today, it's an ABC formula. First of all, you acknowledge that you're lost and you need him. Amen. And acknowledge that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And see that, be that you would believe that he loves you and has a plan for your life. Mm-hmm. And then C is that you would commit your heart and your soul and your life, your mind, your will and emotions Mm -hmm. to him and ask him to begin to live his life in you. You can do that right now where Mm -hmm. you are. Just say, Lord Jesus, I want to be 
like Trey Kidd. Mm-hmm. I want to be like Mary Ann. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want my life to count for something. Mm-hmm. And I know you love me. And I want to begin to love myself as you love me. Mm-hmm. That I might be used by you in a world that is shifting and shaking. Yeah. So as you pray that prayer today, we would invite you to let us know. We, um, You can call us on our love line at 512-249-6535. Or you can catch us on the web at lovetalknetwork.com. Uh, in the meantime, I pray this week. And try, and I know you're married or, Mary and pray as well, that those who hear today mm-hmm. would have ears yeah. to hear what it is that the Lord Jesus himself is saying. Absolutely. Not so much what we've said today, although what yeah. we've said is true, but their hearts might be broken mm-hmm. and their lives might be shaken so that they can become new mm-hmm. in the love of the Lord Jesus. And yeah. that is our prayer. Absolutely. But thank you, guys. Give us your phone number if you don't mind. Okay. You can call us at 512-250-1255. That's our uh, church number, Northwest Fellowship, 512-250-1255. And tell us the name of your book again. Re- Revival Cry. Revival you, Cry. You can get it at Amazon. They can uh, get it, th- it also at our church, but easiest to probably be ordered or downloaded off Amazon. Well, I want to thank you again for being here. And I would say to you as, you as we go out today, I pray that the love talk you've heard today would make a difference in the way that you love talk tomorrow. Amen. Have a good week.